Welcome to the Engrafted Word from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Line of Judah Cathedral, Cape Coast, with Bishop Jake Godwill. This rich teaching will bring encouragement, hope, light into every darkness, healing, deliverance, and salvation to the longing soul. Join Bishop J. Godwill as he ministers the engrafted Word of God, which is able to save the soul. And I believe our hearts are ready to receive a powerful word from our Bishop. Why don't you rise up onto your feet with a shout and a clap offering. Let's welcome our Bishop, Bishop J. Godwill, all the way from South Africa, Bafana, Bafana. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you once again, dear Holy Spirit. We know we are nothing without you. This morning I pray, asking for the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of understanding. Open the eyes of our hearts. Speak to us, Lord, and may we never live here the same. Thank you, dear Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed, and everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. All right. Now, for the past couple of Sundays, I've been sharing from Mark chapter 1. Picking verse after verse. Um, We saw Jesus Christ in the temple, in the church. How he was ministering. He cast out devils in a man who was looking quite decent in the church. But as Jesus was ministering, suddenly the man began to scream. Isn't it? And then he cast out the devils out of him. And everybody was astonished. And right from the church, he entered into the house of Simon Peter. And there, his mother-in-law was lying sick with a fever. So... Depending on which services you have been attending, I've been sharing these across the services. And we saw how he healed Jesus' mother-in-law who was sick with a fever. And I say that um, many times people are unable to come to church because of different fevers. Medical fevers, spiritual fevers, Financial fevers, social fevers, moral fevers, immoral fevers, different fevers that prevent people from serving God the way they should. Hmm? Different fevers, different, I mean, they are not well. People are not well. Sometimes they are not well physically. That's one area. Sometimes people are not well spiritually. People have sins in their lives. And because of the sins that are present in their life, reduce the volume a bit. Because of the sins that are present in their lives, the devil also stands on and accuses them that, look, you are not worthy to be in church. 
And gradually, because they have been swallowing these pills from the devil, one morning, one evening, one afternoon, you are not worthy, you are not worthy, you are not worthy, you are not worthy. Then they believe it. And they stay out of church, out of fellowship. And the more they stay out of church, out of the presence of God, the deeper they sink into sin and into the world and into the devil's grip. And the further away they move from spirituality. Are you listening to me? So there are fevers that hold people from coming to church. But thanks be Jesus went to the house and ministered to this woman who was lying down sick with a fever, ministered to her, healed her, and the Bible says she, she woke up, she, she, she stood up, and she began to minister to them. Wow. So when people's fevers have been healed and dealt with, they are able to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. And therefore, also, when God has blessed us and when God has ministered to us, it is our duty to rise up and minister. Look at that verse. And immediately the fever left her. And she ministered unto them. She served. She worked. Luke chapter 8 verse 3. Certain women who followed Jesus, 1 to 3, some of them say, out of whom Jesus cast out seven devils and others who were healed of different manners and kinds of diseases. You see, women have a lot of issues. I don't know, maybe the doctors should tell us. I don't know whether they've studied whether there are more males who come to the hospital than women. I don't know. But from where I sit, from where I sit, I feel that there will be... Madam, it's true. Thank you for confirming that it is true. It must be the case. Because, you see, the different compartments of women are different from men. Women are more complex than men. And every compartment is a department. (laughs) Even the hair. 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 Hair is a whole department. It's a whole factory. Sometimes you are passing by, you see, you see eight girls have surrounded one, one lady. Eight girls. They are, they are, you think they are doing Bible study. It's not Bible study. You think they are, pray, they are not praying. You think they are laying hands on it. They are, they are laying hands on the hair. The hair pieces. Am I talking? It's a whole department. Just hair. They roast the hair. In fact, they... they, they Somebody said they have to wash the hair. I said, but I've washed my hair every day. It's not a problem. But yes, it's an issue. They have to wash the hair. Then after that, I don't know, they boil it, they roast it, they put your whole head in an oven and roast your head for some time. You see, that is why sometimes I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. So many husbands, you have to understand your wives, because they have been roasting the whole head for some time. So a few times, you know that uh, certain things, the women are not happy with me. 
I've said it already. You can't. All right. So she um, got up and she ministered unto unto them. So look at it. Um, and others which ministered unto him of their substance. All right. Um, the previous one, previous verse, brother. Quickly, quickly, previous. Verse 2, 1, 2. Certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went, out of whom went seven devils. This was a lady, I'm sure she was beautiful, but she was carrying seven, she was a, res, a residence of seven devils. Seven devils. As she was moving around, she had seven devils. And Jesus had to minister and drive out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven devils before she became normal. And thanks be to God, after she normalized immediately, she joined the forces that were supporting and ministering unto Jesus and the ministry out of their substance, their ability, their finances, their capabilities, their strength, their wisdom, their intelligence, all went into supporting the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. Clap for these women. Ask the next lady by you, hello, are the fevers gone? Or they are going? <laughs> Alright, and there, from there, after healing and ministering to Peter's mother-in-law, now he moved out and the Bible says he ministered to the crowds at evening. The whole city was gathered at the door. And they brought to him many that were sick. Many that had issues. The whole city. Where are you? Go back to Mark. All right. And he ministered to them powerfully and healed them. Amen. So, we saw that last week. Now, by the way, um, every message we preach here is recorded. It is uploaded on our podcast. We have something called podcast on the internet. We have, we have, two, we have two podcasts from the church. Um, you can search for Jake Godwell. So every message I preach, crusades, whatever, you find it on the podcast. Then we have Lion of Judah podcast. Every, every message preached by anybody else in the church. And every, every sermon is there, including praise and worship. I hope you guys still do it. Part of the praise, worship, and everything is on it. Inclu- even announcements are there. So you can have the whole church service repeated at home lion of judah podcast amen and it is important all this is to help us to reconnect hear the same message again and again amen and every member if you're a member of this church you see there are 
um, some major podcasts you must have. Number one podcast you must have, you must have our bishop's podcast. And you have to search and podcast. How many don't have smartphones? You don't have anything smart. You don't have a smartphone. You don't have iPad. You don't have a tablet. I don't mean APC. I mean tablet, electronic tablet. Lift your hand if you don't have any of these things. I'm serious. You don't have a smartphone that can do internet things. Okay, so all the rest of you, you have it. Let me see those who don't have. Because I'm about to pray. Father, release tablets, release iPads. Release, 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 smartphones, smartphones, iPads, new ones, high processing ones, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We have had several testimonies of people receiving these things when there was nothing. Amen. So you are the next person to give a testimony. Hallelujah. You must have, every member here, you must have our, our bishop's podcast, Doug Heward Mills. If you search on the podcast, Doug Heward Mills podcast, you are about, there are four podcasts you'll find under Doug Heward Mills. One is normal preaching. Uh, when I say normal, I mean church services. Another one is conferences. For example, we just finished um, uh, Give Thyself Holy Conference in London. UK, just yesterday. All the messages, all his messages will be lo- uploaded on the podcast any moment soon. And then Healing Jesus, the Crusades, the crusade that is being holding everywhere, all the messages are there on the podcast. Alright? And then video podcasts. Video podcasts of church service, like last Sunday's church service has been uploaded. Part A, part B that you can watch video online of the service as it's ministering. And it is important that every son in the house should have your father's podcast and must be listening to your father's words. Do you see? Now, we made um, a little, what do we call it? To help those who, don't, who claim they can't find podcasts or they don't have podcasts or their systems cannot, don't have the capacity to you know, or they don't have time for to listen to the whole, whatever the reason. All right, so we, we came up with something, uh, a, a small product called My Father's Wisdom, which we distribute on our church platforms. Okay, short 10 minute um, breakups of Bishop's messages, just 10 minutes, a little chunk that you can just download and listen to every day. Now, that is what I do. I want to hear my father's voice and his message every single day. I want that wisdom. So we call it MFW, my father's wisdom. My, I want to hear my father's words. What is he saying? I want to hear his word every day. I want to hear his voice a bit in the morning. I want to hear in the afternoon. I want to hear in the evening. So little chunks that we share on WhatsApp. In the morning, afternoon, and evening. Amen. And if you are part of this house, you must, you must have this. Thing. You should be on our platforms. And you must have access to this so that it will help you and bless you. Sometimes we put maybe one testimony 
and then a message, one song and a message, one testimony and a message, one song and a message. It's all to help. Amen. And it is not a replacement of the whole message of the whole podcast. It is not a replacement. It is a short, uh, how do we call it? It is a stopgap measure. It's, it's, a, it's a step to that. So I see you having all these things that I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. And then our own podcast also. You should have it. So that you can hear the message you had again and again. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hmm. Hallelujah. So now, so all the things that I'm talking about are messages I've preached and they are all on the podcast that you can find. This Lion of Judah podcast, this picture comes up. Okay, you can find it all up there. Now, today's message is a brief message but also very important. Um, So, all the way to chapter chapter 1, Mark chapter 1, last week we ended in verse 34, so now we continue from verse 35. So, I'll tell you the topic as we we progress, alright? And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out. And departed into a solitary place. And there, and there, and there, and there, played. Played, prayed. You see, if you got a problem with your L and R, uh I don't know how you pronounce this. But early morning, this is Jesus, the Son of God. Early in the morning, a great while, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. Hallelujah. Now, this is so important for us. You see, as I said, um, there are always two dimensions when you read the Bible. The beneficial, what you are benefiting from the Bible, and also... An example. You you should look at the Bible. What example is there for me to follow? So, the Bible is teaching us that you and I as individuals, if Jesus Christ, our Savior, had a pattern of rising up early to go to a place to pray, it is important that you also must have the early rising habit of rising up, not to listen to news, not to watch television, but to pray, to go to a secluded place to pray. If you build your own house, build a place that can be secluded from children, from different activities where you can pray. Build a study in your house. I thought I would hear some amens in the house. I see you building a study in your house. Don't only think about renting. Oh, and I'll, build a, I'll rent out this place. I'll rent out this place. I'll rent out this place. Then I'll, I'll, I'll squeeze myself into this little corner. I'll be making money from here, money from here, money from here. No, no place for prayer. I see you building your own house. The prophecy you believe is a prophecy that happens to you exactly. Amen. I see you building your own house and creating a place 
where you can go and pray. Amen. Now, why is it important to pray in the morning? Several reasons. Several reasons. You see, quite a number of you, not so many, um, but soon. How many here are not yet married? Let me show me your hand. You are not so many unmarried single people. Father, I declare weddings, marriages, weddings in the name of Jesus. Say a proper amen. Don't behave as if, as if, as if. This as if, as ifness, we don't, we don't want it in the church. You like the thing too, you are behaving as if. You see, why must you wake up early before day, a great while before day? You see, when the morning starts, it's not only the morning that has started. Activities of life have begun. So many things start coming up that demand your attention. If you're a mother with children, hey. If you're a father with children, early morning, you see, waking up, getting children ready, driving children to school. Where we were children, we used to walk to school. Children who have come today, they have to be driven to school. <laughs> they have to be driven to school, picked from school. Nobody picked us from school. School apuna, chale ya back na. You get home. This is, we are afraid that our children will not get home. Hey. Yeah. But you too, if you like, don't pick your children. <laughs> do you see? Activities start. You have to cook. You have to do this. You have to do that. So many things start. So you cannot even have the presence of mind to have concentration. Prayer demands concentration. Prayer demands focus. It demands attention. And that is why Jesus Christ woke up early and moved away to a solitary place. And there, he was alone with God. And he prayed. Hallelujah. Many of us like, it's like you come, when, when you are alone, when you are alone, it means you are thinking of bad things. Sometimes, that people, when they are alone, it means that only bad thoughts are occurring to them. But Jesus was alone praying. Hallelujah. We must all in our, in our lives have prayable places. Places where you can go and be alone and pray. Yes. You should be able to go and sit at the beach. Not to drink whatever, but to pray. If it is safe enough. Yeah, and sometimes it is safe. There are times we go to the beach to pray in the evenings. Hallelujah. You must have places, and there are places that you can go to to pray, but especially a place in your house where you can be separated from all the busy activities of, of, of the house and be able to pray. And when you wake up early to pray, I tell you, you are not distracted by so many things. You are not distracted by phone calls. You are not distracted by so many things. You can concentrate and pray. And as some people say, meet God early enough before you meet the devil. Wake up early to meet God. Meet with God. Have discussions with God. Pray to God before you meet the devil. Because that's where the devil is coming. And his temptations and his things and his issues and his situation, they are coming at work, through your friends, in school, and so many things are going to come. 
But when in the morning you are spent some time praying, even if you don't feel very confident, at least grace will be made available to you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And I want to talk to people, I want to talk to people who are very busy. People who are very busy. By the way, the, the world is run by busy and tired people. So to be busy and to be tired is a good sign. Not busy with foolishness. Not busy with uselessness. Some people are busy with nothing, busy about nothing. They are just busy, busy bodies, run here, run here, but they, they accomplish nothing. Number one, they have no job. They are just busy running from house to house. You come to you say, hey, Charlie, bomb bomb lunch, be wa, but bomb lunch, no disturbing people who are busy working, but they themselves they are up to nothing. It will never be your story. Hallelujah. But if you are busy working, busy whatever, Daniel was a vice president. Daniel in the Bible, prophet Daniel, but he was a prophet. Early morning he wake up, he would kneel down and pray. Wow. That is why in one of Bishop's books, he wrote and said that if you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. If you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. Too much. Your busyness is too much. Cut down. Because prayer will be your sustaining power. So I want to recommend to everybody here, no matter how busy you claim to be, you must have a chunk of time where you're able to wake up early morning and find a place and there you must pray. Hallelujah. Because prayer is the source of your power. And every leader must know that you must not give up your source of power. You must never give up your source of power. Amen. In Acts chapter 6, when the church was growing, the Bible says in those days, when the number of disciples was multiplied, there arose complaints and memories because some of the people felt their, their widows were being neglected in the daily ministration. Now, the apostles came under pressure. The apostles came under pressure to spend time to now become distributors of food, clothes, and all kinds of things. And Peter stood up and said, no, 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 no. Look, we have learned from Jesus that we don't give up the source of power. Everybody say, the source of power. Say, our source of power. We cannot give up our source of power. Therefore, look among you seven people full of the Holy Spirit, full of wisdom, and we will give this job to them. While we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word, we will give ourselves continually, continu verse 4, verse 4, continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. Hallelujah. So, he, they refused to give up because something was attempting to take them away from prayer. Many things will attempt to take you away from prayer. That's what that one there, I can tell you. If you whether you're a pastor, a businessman, wife, mm, or husband, there's a woman who has written books, The Power of a Praying Woman, uh, Stormy Omanshian, The Power of the pray, pray, Praying Parent, The Power of the Praying, I don't know whether she's written one for husbands. Yeah. So, mothers, women, whoever you are, Pray. 
Tell somebody pray. pray. Tell three people pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. It's your source of power. Hallelujah. Now, look at the next verse. Whilst Jesus was busy praying, look at what was happening. <clears throat> um, where are we? Verse 36. And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. And when they had found him, they said unto him, All men seek for thee. Hallelujah. How many men seek for thee? All men seek for thee. Now, there are several things to, to learn from this. All right. Go back to verse um, 36. Simon and those that were with him, the Bible says, followed after him. Now, this verse, I like, I like the way King James puts it. It gives two different um, impressions. So, but it means they were looking for him. They, they were following, they were trying to search him. And when they found him, they said, Charlie, everybody's looking for you. And that's the reason why Jesus disappeared. He knew that people were looking for him. He would not have time, but he didn't want to give up his source of power. That's why he went away. And he didn't even tell them when he was going. He just disappeared. And that's why the disciples were, were looking for him. Now, so Jesus was busy praying. His disciples were busy searching for him. They hadn't caught the spirit yet, in one sense. But in another sense, it says, and they followed after him. They followed after him. You see, we have to follow after our leader. It, it also gives the impression that they, they learned what he was doing. They followed after his prayer. His prayers that we have to follow after your leader. Is your leader praying? You have to pray. Is your leader witness? You, you also have to learn. You have to follow after. Say to follow after. Amen. Follow after. Follow after. Follow after what we are doing. Follow after what we are doing. Follow what we are doing. Are we doing outreach? Follow after it. Are we fasting and praying? Follow after it. Are we going for iron sharpness, iron, give thyself holy conference? Follow after it. Don't follow after something. See, everybody is following somebody. Everybody is following something. There are some people here, you are just following politics. Yeah. You, are not follow, you are not following anything. Nothing in the church changes your agenda. You have your original agenda that you are following. Nothing changes you. Whether it's politics, whether it's profession, whether it's friends, whether it's your own, whatever, tribal association people, Mm, old school, whatever, that is what you are very strong in. Do you see? And setting aside every other spiritual thing. But these people knew and they tried to follow after Jesus. May we follow after Jesus. Yeah. Amen. And when they had found thee, they said, All men seek thee. Wow. Listen, there were two groups of people. Um, a group of people hated Jesus with such strong, such a strong passion. They hated him. They disliked him. And surprisingly, it was the religious, um, the very religious people who hated him. But the publicans, the people they call the publicans, the ordinary people, the sinners, they rather liked him. They rather enjoyed him. People with needs came to Jesus. 
Hallelujah. 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 Can I, can I say something? Let, let, me, let me use, let me borrow some terms. The gospel is still very marketable. If I should use those words. The gospel is still, many people are still seeking for the gospel. Many people are still seeking for Jesus. They, they want God. They want God. But sometimes they can't find God. They can't find God in the Christians. Sometimes they can't even find God in the church. One pastor, he had been preaching about all kinds of things. Money, uh, financial cycle. They preach about, the, how you can, I mean, so many different things. One day, he was about to preach when some of the elders wrote a note and put it on his pulpit. Do you know what they had written? They said, Pastor, we want to see Jesus. We want to see Jesus. Uh, please, parents, there, there's, there's a provision for children. Okay, there's a provision to take care of children even for the services. For the service. Alright, ashes. Help them. Alright. We have people who have dedicated themselves to take care of your children so that you can have at least one or two hours of freedom. Hallelujah! Tell somebody we want to see Jesus. One day some people came to Philip and they said we would see Jesus. We want to see Jesus. We want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. So there are many who want to see Jesus. There are many who are crying to see Jesus. Wow. And that is why we must be relentless in our presentation of Jesus to many people. Amen. Sometimes people may think they are fed up. Or some people will behave as if they are fed up with Jesus here in this corner. We have to move to the next corner. Alright? So, the gospel is still marketable. Tell somebody the gospel is still marketable. Say many people are still seeking for Jesus. Now, look at the next verse. Now, and he said unto them, Let us go to the next towns, that I may preach there also. For therefore came I forth. Let's go to the next towns. Let's go to the next town. Jesus knew he had ministered in Capernaum. This was he was in Capernaum. He had ministered there for some time. And they said, Oh, people are still looking for you. People still want your men. People still he said, Look, guys, let's go to the next towns. Let's move to the next place. For the others who must also hear the gospel. Let's move to the next towns. You see, the gospel, I keep saying, and please remember this way, the gospel is a going gospel. Say it's a going gospel. The gospel must keep going, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The gospel must never be stagnant. Amen. He said, let us go, let us go, let us go. Everybody say, let us go. To the next towns. You know what? Get, look, everybody get up, get up and move to one or two people and say, let us go to the next town. Let us go to the next, let us go to the next town. Let us go to the next town. Let us go. Let us go. Let us go. Let us go. Let us go to the next towns. Hallelujah.
Let us go to the next towns that I may preach there also. Everybody say there also. For therefore came I forth. Wow. See the next towns. Wow. And that is why as a church, we are relentless by the grace of God. And we must be more relentless. We must be more relentless by going from town to town, place to place. Amen. Today, for example, we're supposed to have a major outreach in the center of town. And um, I'm sure the devil wasn't happy with it. But whatever, some other group is having um, the same thing, or not the same thing, having some other program exactly where we are supposed to meet. But we, we, still, we still have a plan. Okay? So after the second service, and those in the first service, don't, don't, be, don't be different from the church. All right? And I will not say a lot of you, but there, 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 there are about half of the first service who don't really it's as if you are not part of the church but you must be part of the church you must be um, Tuesday evening service attendees, you have to come for Tuesday evening service, it is part of our culture, you must be part of it Friday evening prayer meeting you should be part of it, Saturday morning prayer clinics these are all avenues to pray you should be part of it Amen when there are conventions, you should be part of it. Next Sunday, for example, God willing, after, after the ISI, we're going to have some powerful guest ministers coming to minister to us. Amen. First service, second service, and, and get ready. Get ready. There may be an evening service. Get ready. Come back. Amen. There may even be a Monday, Monday evening service as well. Because some of these guests, when they come, you have to drink all the anointing they have. Yeah, so get ready for Monday evening service and Tuesday evening, as usual. What a blessing. I said, what a blessing. You see, don't pull yourself out and it's like, look, as for me, I only come for Sunday morning, uh, the first service, because as soon as they close, then I have, I have the rest of the day and the rest of the week to myself. You know, because I'm a very, very, very busy person and I can't, you know, be mixing all this. I say, what, what did they say they are doing? Eh? Sunday afternoon, I should come back to church. Hey, you don't see people, you don't know. I think you people, you don't have anything doing. That's why every time you are planning certain programs, and as for some of us, you see, we are, we are very, very, you know what I'm saying, we are very, very, <laughs> we have very important things to do. Eh. You see, there's something, when you say, don't let God hear you. Don't let God hear because me, God, I'm afraid of Him all. Yeah. And I'm fearing Him more and more as I grow up, even as a pastor. Yeah. When you start behaving like that, God can allow one small wind to blow. Before you realize you, you, you can't. The same you said, I'm busy, I'm running here and there. Ha. <laughs> You just be lying down looking at the sky. 24 hours a day, 7 days in a week, you are just looking at the sky. And then you hear a voice saying, I thought you said you were very busy. Get up and go now. I thought you said you didn't have extra time for anything else. (laughs) Get up and go now. One man, he was talking in the Bible. 
my 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 farms have grown my this is working my that said i'll pull down this i will do this i will do that i will do that i will do that there was no god in his plan god said eh i have heard <laughs> i have heard then god said pa everybody say pa he said tonight your soul will be required in heaven your soul will be required and we'll see all these plans that you are coming up with. We'll, 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 see, we'll see what will happen with all these plans. Oh, my business is growing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm, you see, when you, when you say, don't let God hear. And God know it. Even when it is in your heart, in your mind, he has heard it already. Let us go. So this afternoon, we are going I said we are going hallelujah we are going again we are going again we are go- we are going to share ourselves up we are breaking ourselves up into different communities we are going with placards we are going with invitations we are going with tracts we are going to preach to people one on one you see me i see you i talk to you you talk to me when we say now we're clapping on we reduce it yes we are going again Different places sharing ourselves. One o'clock. Hey, one o'clock, I should be eating my fufu and my light soup with a cotton on the side. You should add octopus to it. One o'clock, you should be eating your fufu and whatever, eh? Hmm. Uh, anything I'm telling me, I've seen it before. Eh? As Bishop jokingly says, it is what I have seen it before. <laughs> Tell anybody, it is what I have seen it before. Yeah, it's a joking way of saying something. You see, years ago, I forget which year, 80, no, 96 or 7, 1st of August, like tomorrow. Because first August is is always my uh, wedding anniversary. But that year, first of August, I was admitted at Kolebu Teaching Hospital, and I was to undergo a surgery. And my wife said, "Oh, since it's our anniversary, she's going to prepare a special meal and bring it to the hospital." For me to eat. As soon as she left, I think she came back with the food, smiling. She was coming to whatever. They said, "Oh, we are sorry to inform you that the kind of surgery you are supposed to undergo, as you have arrived, no food, no food, nothing must enter your system until it is over." All the food preparations disappeared. Only drips. You are wondering, hey, Bishop, so what kind of surgery? You should be listening to the sermon. I've been saying, you have been laughing at me when I say it. Hallelujah. So, never say, never say never. Next verse. As we close, 
And there came a leper. You see, when he went to the next town, when he moved to the next town, okay. And he preached. He preached in their synagogues and throughout Galilee and cast out devils. You remember, I keep telling you, casting out of devils is something that we... Look, every Christian, you have to learn how to cast out devils. Stop bringing devils to me to cast out. You must learn how to cast out devils yourself. Number one, start with yourself. <laughs> start testing, test your anointing on yourself. Eh? Start casting out some devils from eh, my bishop. How will I know? Know it. If there's a devil, know it. When you have a headache, don't you know? Hmm? Yeah. So if you have a devil, check. When look and say, no, I think there must be one or two. Yeah. Look, Dr. Yonggi Cho, pastor of the largest church in the world, he says every day he casts out devils from himself. When I heard that, I said, what? Then he said, you know, as he ministers to people, as he prays for people, some of the demons, they jump and they hang up on him. It's like they hang around. There are hanging demons. So every day he has to cast them out in case there's an evil spirit hanging around trying to gain entry. Yeah. Sometimes there are demons of depression. They are hanging around. You see, you are there. You, our, you are not happy. You too are. You are not sad. Yeah. There are evil spirits oppressing, suppressing, trying to influence your life. Evil spirits. You have to learn to cast away. You, even, you see, there are times you spray your house. Even if you are, when you have not even seen a mosquito. Just in case a mosquito is planning to come. <laughs> Or there's one hiding somewhere I've not seen. Just pray. So you have to learn to spray your life with anti-demon prayers. <laughs> yeah. Cast out any devil in the atmosphere. Said I cast out evil spirit. Drive out every evil spirit in the name of come out and get out of this place. I cover myself. I cover my home with the blood of Jesus. Every spirit of depression and unhappiness and lack of joy. I rebuke you in Jesus name. I rebuke you in Jesus name. Every spirit of oppression and depression. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Come out. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Thank you Jesus for deliverance. Thank you that the evil spirits are gone. I cover myself under the blood of Jesus. Amen. Then we are moving. Yeah. Yeah. Evil spirits, they are like viruses sometimes or communicable diseases. Yeah. They are somewhere, somebody is sneezing. And you are in that direction. Don't breathe it in and say, I receive. I receive. You are receiving what? You are in this trottle with the person, the person has been sneezing from. Beginning of the journey to the end. Hey, it is likely that there has been some impartation. Yeah. A few hours or days after you may discover that our Lancasa so Yeah. So evil spirit are like that. Hallelujah. So we must learn to cast out devils. Look, this afternoon, when we go out, I'm going to show you what you gotta do. Shout hallelujah. Now, he cast out devils. Now, next, quickly. And there came a leper to him, beseeching him and kneeling down to him and saying, If thou wilt, 
thou canst make me clean. Oh, the leper said, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. If you will, if you will. And Jesus was moved with compassion and stretched forth his hand and touched him and said unto him, I will, I will, I will be thou clean. I will, I will, I will be thou clean. He stretched forth his hand out of compassion, out of compassion. Oh, how there are so many people with needs, with sicknesses, with diseases, with problems, and they need somebody to pray for them. They need somebody to pray for them. Amen. Don't, don't, think, too, don't think too far when it comes to something. Don't think to pray for people. Learn to pray for people. If you're a Christian, learn to pray for people. Learn to lay hands and pray for the sick. Pray for Lead the results to God. Yeah. One man of God said, look, when I pray for somebody and the person gets healed, I don't take the glory. So if I lay hands and the person doesn't get healed, why should I take the blame? If I don't take the glory when he gets healed, why should I take the blame if the person... Ah, you see, uh-huh, you prayed for them, he didn't get healed. You see, I knew it. I knew I knew you'd not be healed. According to your faith. So pray for people as we go out. I'm telling you, when you go out, as you go preaching, when you go to ask, any, is there any sick person in this area? Show me where you have laid him. And lift your right leg like this. Boom. Boom, 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 and enter the house. Say, where is he late? And stretch forth your hand. And lay hands and pray. Now the way you are looking at me with one eye, it's like, Bishop, are you talking about, I'm talking about you. <laughs> She's looking at me like that. <laughs> I'm talking about you. Try it. You may never know. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I will. Be thou clean. And next moment, the man was healed. Verse, verse, verse 42. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately leprosy departed from him. And he was cleansed. You are going to see miracles. Amen. I said, you are going to see miracles. Amen. Yeah, you are going to see the power of God. Amen. Yeah. Cast out devils. You see, there are some devils. You just cast them out by one word. Yeah, and you tell the person, look, come to church. Eh? Come to church. You, uh, you can't go and do deliverance sessions here at certain places. Sometimes you just pray for the I command every devil, come out now in the name of Jesus. Out! In Jesus' name, be healed. Be free. Amen. Are you free? You are free. Come to church. <laughs> Don't even wait for the person to answer. Are you free? Yeah, you are free. Uh-huh. Tomorrow, make sure you are in church. <laughs> yeah, and they are free. Amen. I say, make sure you are in church. If you don't come, the devil may come back. Come, and we'll pray for you more. Hallelujah. So, and he told the man, don't go and say whatever. Charge him here with, just go and, uh, next verse, quickly. We want to just finish it. He charged him. And he said to him, see that thou say nothing to any man, but go that way, show thyself to the priest and offer a cleansing, uh, offer thy cleansing to those um, those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Verse 45, but the man, 45, 45, 
but he went out and began to publish it so much and to blaze abroad the matter in so much that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city but was without or outside in the desert and they came to him from every quarter all right it was not a bad thing for him to testify of what Jesus had done but in this particularly Jesus wanted a man to just keep the miracle to himself because um, now it affected the ministry of Jesus Christ. You see, the same good thing can, can, can work against you. Now, Jesus couldn't come out openly because everywhere he passed sick, sick people and he couldn't even preach to them. But he needed to preach and to minister to them properly. So this rather blocked his ministry. Hallelujah. So, what are we learning from this? I believe we have learned so many things on the keyboard. We have learned so many things. And um, particularly, I'm saying that every one of us, we must be engaged in the soul winning business. Say amen. The reason the church exists is not to do weddings, not to do funerals, not to do baby, day, uh, baby naming ceremonies or any of these these are all side effects the main reason why churches exist is to win souls and to teach them and to make disciples make them followers of jesus christ and all these other things will find their place marriages they'll find their place and marriages do find their place yeah marriages do we we are the ones we, we are the ones interested in seeing you getting married We are the ones interested in seeing your marriage working. Yeah. We are the ones interested in seeing you prospering. You know how much I pray for you to prosper. You know how much I pray for you to do well. One young lady came. She's trying to start a business. How I prayed for her with all my heart. Bless the business she's trying to start. Hey. With all my heart. With my soul. With my strength. Amen. So all these things. I pray for you to do well in school. I'm not happy at all if I hear that any of my members didn't do well in school or cannot gain admission to a university or even SHS. You can't have admission to SHS. I mean, I mean, SHS, you can't have admission. Because of what? It will never be your story. So, our primary role is to be so winning minded and as we do that as we seek for the kingdom of God and his righteousness every other thing will be added every other thing will be added shoes will be added to your life yeah mobile phones will be added to your life jobs will be added good marriage will be added cars will be added houses will be added to our lives traveling abroad will be added Traveling, go, you will go and come and you'll be tired. You didn't hear the prophecy. I said, You will go and come and you'll be tired. You'll be tired. Yeah, one day I prophesied to one brother. He was, Anytime I travel, he'll go and see me off at the airport. One day as I was going, I just turned to him and said, You will travel and you'll be tired. Not long after, he got a job. Every day they send him on training to far places. Far, far places. He's going on training here, training there, training here, training there. His wife began to complain. He said, I don't see my husband. I said, I told you. I told you. 
Then I said, you can come back. I will reduce the prayer. <laughs> I will readjust the prayer for you if you want a readjustment. Hallelujah. Save God. You'll be blessed that you'll be tired. Those who said they may receive it. Stand to your feet. Your hands together for the Lord. Lift your hand. Father, thank you. Bless us, Lord. Today as we go out to preach your word, thank you for your power. In the name of Jesus, thank you for anointing to cast out devils, to heal the sick. Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. We bless you. We praise your name. We honor your name. We worship you, Lord, for your greatness, for your greatness, for your mercy, for your salvation. Dear Holy Spirit, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. As every head is bowed, every eye closed, if you are here today, maybe you are not born again, you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. You are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell, but today you are here. You are here. Pastor, pray for me. I'm not sure I want to be. Lift up your right hand up high. Up high. I want to pray. God bless you. I see the hands. I see the hands. I see. If your hand is lifted, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, come come all the way. Come to the front. I want to pray for you. Come to the front. I want to pray for you. I surrender all to Jesus. Ah. Surrender all. I surrender all to Thee, my blessed. Let us pray. Pray this prayer after me. Those in front of you and everybody in the congregation, join in the prayer. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Come to you today, just as I am. Oh Lord, have mercy on my soul, on my soul. And, forgive me and forgive me of all my sins. Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you. Come into my heart. Become my Lord and my Savior. From today, wash away all my sins with your precious blood. Take over my life. Lord Jesus, I am yours. I want to love you. I want yeah. to save you forever. forever. Thank you, Savior. Thank you, Savior. For saving my soul today. For saving my soul today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Amen. I pray and I bless these precious souls. May they be established in your kingdom now and forevermore. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We believe you have been greatly blessed through this message. For prayer, counseling, or meeting with Bishop Jake, please call or text plus 233-263-090-000. That's plus 233-263-090-000. Till we come your way again, remain blessed.